Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. Today is Sunday, November 5th, 2023. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Young Perspective. Every week now, it seems like I get a notification on my news app about a strike, a strike ending, a strike beginning. There was the UAW strike. There was the the WGA strike. There are Brazilian other strikes this year. This has been the year of the strikes. And today, we'll be breaking down multiple of those strikes, talking about a larger societal trend. So this year, actually, striking is up 65% from last year. Since the Great Depression, the general understanding within American society is that unions were no longer powerful. But today, with strikes, with 6% 6 of Americans being represented by a union, I think we're, we're, we're seeing a return to powerful unions pushing companies to better the working conditions and wages for workers. So there have been some key strikes that have been occurring in the past few months, two of uh, which which are some of the most notable are the Writers Guild of America strikes and the SAG after strike, which is the Screen Actors Guild. Um, both of those represents Hollywood actors and writers and people who are involved in the business in Hollywood. Uh, and they are striking in order to get better pay, increase in residuals, which are basically like royalties for the films and TV shows that they're a part of well, years later after they finish um, recording and, and, and showing in theaters. Um, and then also security from AI in terms of using that to create writing for shows or TV or also being used that for imaging for actors as well. Once they have their picture of you, they can use AI potentially to just sub you into a movie um, for years to come. And so that would potentially scare writers and actors in terms of how they could be exploited as workers and then not receive the benefits and pay later on. And they're doing these strikes against the Alliance of Motion Picture and, Telev and Television Producers, which is the AMPTP. Uh, and that represents major streaming platforms like Disney, Paramount, Netflix, and Universal. So all of these major streaming platforms, they form together in this alliance. And this alliance works with the unions, the SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild in order to set what the pay is um, at each of these places, like as a, as a whole for the, for the city of Hollywood. Now, these strikes took a big toll on the entertainment industry. So right when the Writers Guild strike started, and the, the Writers Guild strike lasted 146 days, but it, when it started, the late night shows had to shut down because they didn't have the writers to create the scripts for them. Shows like The, the Voice on NBC, the, the Voice had to totally shift its format. It had less jokes. It had less planned. You know, it was the, they had to shift to, to episodes um, that were a lot less planned and were a lot more natural because they didn't have the capacity, the amount of people who could actually sit down and write something funny and talk about it. Um, because to create a lot of these shows, people, a group of writers sits down and debates different ideas and, and knocks them down and creates some other ones. They weren't able to do that across the industry, really impacting it. There's a de decrease in commercial production. And, and now the, the, the SAG after strike, which is the, for the, the television actors and the film actors, that's affecting studios like Paramount, which in, in, the, in the past couple of weeks and months have not been producing nearly at the same rate as which you know is normal to produce film and television. So right now, we're, it's the time we're seeing the production slow down. That's going to affect television and movie releases in a year, a year and a half, two years, because that's kind of the buffer period between when something is filmed um, and when something is released. 
So the Writers Guild represents 11,000 members, uh, and in the, in the Screen Actors Guild represents 160,000 members. So these are huge union bodies that represents thousands of, of workers. And over the summer, they went on strike, starting with the Writers Guild. They went on strike back in uh, the beginning of the summer, and that resulted in a 146-day strike in order to see increases in pay and in health and pensions, what we, we mentioned. And eventually, this ended in September and went they reached a deal with the entertainment industry in order to increase their pay, get the health and pension benefits that they wanted, and also have better deals for their streaming residuals um, and also have protections against AI. So basically everything they asked for was met. However, the sag after the Screen Actors Guild, the actors, they have not reached an agreement with the entertainment industry and they are still on strike against the Alliance of Motion Pictures. So as we said earlier, it's going to take a while until... So as we said earlier... For the, the the Writers Guild, that impacted consumers directly you know, right when it started because late night shows and a lot of television, um, that had to change. But for the SAG-AFTRA, the, the Screen Actors Guild, it's going to take you know that buffer time until television shows and movies don't hit the screens in a year and a half, two years um, because uh, you know, of the work that's not being done right now as the SAG-AFTRA strike continues. The other prominent strike that has been most notable in the news has been the United Auto Workers strike. The United Auto Workers is a union that represents some 145, 150,000 auto workers from around the country. This is in states from Texas to Michigan to Tennessee in plants. Uh, these are the people on the floor building the cars, you know, not the higher ups of the company. And they have been striking for a couple things, most notably better pay. Um, wage increases that match inflation and better working conditions and better hours. Um, and, and that was a six-week strike that's just ending um, this week as we speak. Uh, there, there's three major car producers, which are Ford, Stellantis, and GM. And Stellantis makes car, you know cars like Chrysler and, 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 and Ram. Sure, most people have heard of Ford and GM. But the United Auto Workers Union striked at all three of those companies, three major auto workers, three major auto manufacturers struck at all those plants, um, leading to the largest auto strike in recent U.S. history. And the six-week strike was difficult for automakers. Ford lost some billion point three billion and a half dollars over that six weeks just from 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 lack of production. Um, and and they say when you stop production it's not like you can the workers can show up again at the the plants and start production it takes time for production to ramp up again so even though it might have last in lasted 6 weeks it's going to take some time until ford can meet their previous production goals but so you know it, it is very difficult for these companies what's interesting about the united auto workers union is they actually have a fund they had a fund of some 800 million dollars to pay the strikers something while they striked. Um, so this would be able to, to make the strikes longer, hurt the, the car companies, automakers more, which makes the strikes more effective. So every member um, of the UAW that was striking got a $500 weekly pension to pay for the loss of wages due to not working. But people reported it's very tough to live on $500 a week, especially if you used to make double that or more working. So the, those are some of the, the key points about the strike. Yeah. And you also see this across a lot of these strikes is that they have um, funds set up 
for people to donate and provide money. You see that um, big names in the in the the Screen Actors Strike, like Hollywood stars, they would donate lots of money in support of their coworkers who don't have as much money in order for the strikes to continue and for them to be able to live um, while they're striking these companies. And so ultimately, with the with the UAW, they re- reached a deal uh, with all three automakers for GM and Stellantis and included a 25% pay increase over the next four and a half years. And then specifically, you see that in Ford, in the top wage, they would earn more than $40 an hour. And this is an increase from $32 an hour previously. And so ultimately, if looked at across the whole year, this would end up with a base pay of more than $83,000 a year. And that's not including things like overtime, which can often lead to $14,000 just in the last year. So this is a huge win for the UAW. And you see that, again, the strikers have won and have met mostly to all of their demands. You know, other key wins for the strikers in the UAW strike um, was actually a right to future strike. And this is an interesting an interesting right. So the, the UAW agreed with automakers that if automakers were to close down plants in the future, the workers at those plants would have a right to strike and like almost petition for a redress of grievances to, to try to prevent the, the automakers from closing down those plants and getting rid of their jobs. So, you know, not only are they getting pay increases, not only are they, you know, dealing with, with hours and, and better working conditions, but they're also, you know, ensuring some job security um, for the auto workers, which is an interesting part of the strike. And then also you have a healthcare um, and insurance union called Kaiser Permanent that helps with like networks and hospitals and, and medical facilities, people who work in the healthcare industry. And these include 70,000 workers uh, who are part of this union. And this was a three day long strike that was done in order to increase wages and to have better hours for staffing in terms of like shortages. Uh, and so this ultimately was successful and they ended up reaching a deal with a lot of organizations in the California area that would lead to $25 per hour for the workers and $23 per hour for workers in, in other states as well. So in California it was the highest but also they increased to $23 an hour in other states. And this was the largest recorded strike in like the medical area. And so it included nurses and medical technicians and other support staff in that worked in these hospitals um, in this in this area. And so we see again and again that across these industries, you know, medical areas, union workers for auto industries, writers, actors, all of these things, these are some of the largest strikes in, in, in their industries in history. And they're all occurring in one year across all these different industries. And so you see that this is occurring across all these different industries. And so it's, you know, they're kind of piling up on top of each other. One strike is leading to another and leading to another and leading to another. And so ultimately, you're having strikes across the entire US and all these different industries and seeing major wins for workers in the US. And the success of these strikes across all these industries have made unions stronger without striking. So, you know, companies have been so successful striking for so, you know, for for weeks and weeks causing revenue losses like we saw at Ford with a billion and a half dollars of revenue loss, you know, in, in those challenges and other companies see, wow, all these companies are losing money due to the strikes, we're going to prevent them. So, earlier this year, UPS um almost had a strike Earlier this year, the UPS Workers Union, um, known as Teamsters, which represents 340,000 members of UPS, United Postal Service, the largest postal service in, 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 the, in the country, that would have been the largest strike in recent U.S. history, 340,000 workers. They almost went on strike. But then UPS said, uh, we know it's going to be too damaging to our bottom line. We've seen all these other strikes be successful. We don't want to go into a strike. 
and they didn't. They prevented a strike, and the the Teamsters Union for the, the UPS workers won concessions like eliminating the prospects of a six day work week, increased base wages, um, stuff like that. But just the fact that other strikes have been so successful helped prevent that strike from even occurring um, and helped benefit the, the, you know, those who would have been striking the Teamsters Union and their members. We also see that not only are these strikes successful from an economic standpoint and, and in terms of uh, gaining whatever demands that they're, that they're asking for, they're also successful in a publicity standpoint. In, in the actor and writer strikes, you have major actors like Jane Fonda or Ben Stiller, or Adam Sandler, who are coming on strike as part of the Screen Actors Guild, and they're striking with their workers. And when the, the general American public sees their favorite actors going on strike, then they follow them and they take interest. They take interest in the strikes and they support them and they donate to them. And they and they too post on their social media and say and call out these companies and say, you know, you should support these strikers. And that carries on to maybe less popular strikes, such as like the auto worker strikes or the possible teamster strikes. So people are, are paying attention to other strikes because of huge popular ones like the ones that are going on with the SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild. And that's taking place also not just in terms of like famous people who are in in entertainment. It's also including huge public figures in politics. President Biden recently picketed with the UAW, the auto workers earlier this year. And this was the first time a sitting U.S. president has marched with the union strike. So it was a huge deal. He went out, marched with them, talked to them, supported them, said that they had worked so hard in terms of um, helping this industry throughout COVID and and now these companies are getting massive, massive, massive amounts of money and that that money should not just go to the top of the company. It should also be spread throughout the company to the workers and that they deserve to be on strike to receive the demands that they deserve as well. So we see not only is this coming from someone like Adam Sandler, but it's also coming from someone like Joseph Biden. So across the board, 2023 has been the year where strikes have been successful, the vast majority of them, where strikers are emboldened because of other strikes being successful, where celebrities and political figures support the right of workers to petition for better wages, better working conditions. So as the years continue with these trends, we're seeing an overall strengthening of the unions to benefit the workers and ensure that profits are shared equally between the workers and the executives and leaders of these companies. This is going to bring a close to this week's episode of The Young Perspective. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate your support. Remember to check back for a new episode each week. And if you want to find more of us, you can check out our Instagram, the underscore young underscore perspective, or check out our website, theyoungperspective.net. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.